Well, hey, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back. Headshot Crew Pod, here we go. Uh, this week, we have uh, a wonderful episode, but before we get started, let me just do some uh, shout outs. I got to give a shout out to Jackie Huber. She won Headshot of the Week this past week. Mr. Tor Stensela won PhD, the PhD competition, PhD, also known as Headshot of the Month. And then on the portrait track, we had Lori Lynch Truth. I hope that's how you spell well, I know how to spell it, but I don't know how to say it. Your last name. I hope that's how you say it. Uh, she won the portrait probe. Uh, this month, we were uh, analyzing the amazing work of Annie Leibovitz. And then Gary Berrigan won portrait of the month. All right, that's it. That's it for the, for the shout outs. Guys, this week, I have the first ever double guest crew pod. I have Mr. Mike Schacht. He's been a, a guest before. And I have Mr. Mike Sansoni. So those two are in Chicago, and they have a, an amazing dynamic, the two of them. And I wanted to have them on the podcast so they could talk about um, competition and stuff like that. Because the, really, between the both of them, there's really no spirit of competition. They work together to get better. So um, I think it's it's something that us photographers need to learn. So I wanted to have them on the podcast to talk about it. All right. Here we go, guys. Enjoy the podcast. All right, enough of that. Get over here. We're going to start right now. Three, two, one. Shipping! Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. I went for a double. We got a tag team going on right now. This is a tag team situation. We've got Mr. Mike Schacht and Mr. Mike Sansoni. What's going on, gentlemen? Not a whole lot. What's up, guys? Hola. <laughs> oh, wow. Busting out the foreign language, too. <laughs> I love it. All right. So, Mike. Trying to be respectful to the host. See, this is going to be a problem because it's going to be Mike and Mike. We got to figure I'm, out a code name. A magic. It's Magic Mike. Okay. This is the deal. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we, we've been through this. Or uh, Sansoni Baloney, I'll take either or. Ah, Jesus. All right, I know. Oh, God, this is going downhill fast. All right, let me bring this around. Um, so, uh, so Shaq has been on the podcast before, but uh, Sansoni, why don't you talk a little bit, a little bit about yourself, your, your uh, path to photography, or and whatnot. Totally. Um, I come from an acting background, like a few of us uh, that had been on before. Um, I went to school for theater and um, I didn't want to go to college when I started. Um, just wasn't something I wanted to do, but I kind of felt kind of guilted into going. So I went um, and during my time there, I, uh, I bought a camera to make like short films and movies and stuff for, for YouTube with my theater friends. And then one of my friends was like, hey, you have that nice new camera. You should take headshots for an audition I have coming up. I'm like, okay, sure. Um, so I did it. And at that time I, I was just learning how to use the camera and everything I was learning was video. So I shot her headshots in video mode on the camera. Um, wow. Then uh, it came out. All right. Another friend asked me, um, so I shot them and another friend, another friend. And I was like, all right, well maybe I should kind of learn about headshots or learn a little bit more what makes a good headshot. And cause even as an actor, I, I didn't know, like what the industry standards were or anything. So that, that led me to, to Google. And of course I found Peter Hurley because you can't not. 
<laughs> um, saw that they hit uh, the jawline video, and once I saw that, I was hooked because I, I scoured Google and YouTube for many, many days, and I didn't find anything interesting until I saw that video, and that was the first thing that I was like, wow, there's actual ways to make people look better. This is super interesting. I got to learn more. And that led me to what at the time was PH2. Um, Pro. signed up for an account. Huh? In Pro. Terraminder. I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mike. I said, and Caraminder. Oh, yes. And <laughs> Caraminder. Yeah. But um, you left out the Pro part. It was PH2 Pro. Yeah, PH2 Pro, of course. Always Pro. Yeah, you got to keep it Pro. <laughs> Um, so I signed up for the for the the site, and I started friend requesting every associate that I could on Facebook, and started just making friends. And that's kind of uh, how that happened. And I was only went to to college for three semesters. I, I wasn't doing any of my homework, and I got put on academic probation, and they're like, you need to raise your GPA, and otherwise we're going to take away your scholarships. I didn't raise my GPA, so they took away my scholarships. <laughs> I was like, well, I guess I'm done with school. Um, and so then I, I worked a whole bunch of minimum wage jobs, and was working three at one point, driving a school bus. I worked at the Pepperidge Farm factory out here, and was a manager of a few different Papa John's locations. Um and just kind of uh, over those years, I dug into the the material more on the site and started building my headshot business. And that's during that time I I met up with Mike, Mike and Joel out here in Chicago. Yeah. So how did you two guys meet? Did you did you reach out to him? Um, I again, like I said, I was on a Facebook frenzy, just requesting everybody I could. Um, I still do that, <laughs> but, uh, uh, Joel saw a picture I posted and he commented on it and was like, Hey, what are you using to light this? And I'm like, Oh, I just built my own DIY Kino flows. And he's like, Oh, that's cool, man. I think I'm going to be doing the same thing. He's like, you want to talk about it more? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So we started talking and, um, we ended up deciding to, to meet up me and him. We drove to, a town that's in between the both of us and we met in a parking lot of like cheesecake factory <laughs> Wow! and uh he he popped his trunk on me and he ended up giving me <laughs> uh yeah he popped his trunk and gave me light stands of his and this is the first time i ever met the dude and he's given me gear and stuff and then he had introduced me to to mike because they had uh done the intensive together yeah and Mike uh, Schacht, what was your first impression meeting uh, Mr. Sansoni? Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, this will be interesting. No, I think that you know, especially at the time, um, I had a uh, a superiority complex, um, and some might argue that it hasn't gone away, but. At the time, like, I really didn't see either of those guys as competition because because um, I was doing this full time and I had my studio, I had my business. Um, so at the time, it was just like meeting another cool guy. I didn't ever 
early on think of him or really anyone else in town as competition. And I think that to this day, um, I think about it differently. Like it's he not still doesn't I, none of you can touch him. No, no, no. I, <laughs> I just mean that, um, that, that, that we are all unique and I see it that way. I, at, at the time it, it was very much a, these guys aren't positioned to, uh, to, to be able to take me on. And what's changed is now they are. Um, the difference is that we're all unique individuals. We, 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 we do things a little differently. I think we, uh, we, we attract different audiences and, um, that's ultimately why I try not to get super competitive, competitive with this stuff. Yeah. So that's, that, that's the main reason why I brought you two on because you guys, well, along with a bunch of other very talented photographers in Chicago, you guys have got the city of Chicago completely on lockdown and you get along perfectly. And there's a lot of competitive mentality um, in the photo industry. And you guys are proof that you can get along and not, step on each other's toes and I want to know what you guys do to facilitate that. What do you guys, how do you guys get along so well? <laughs> Why don't you direct your questions to one of us so yeah. that we don't get the dead air waiting okay. for a response? That, that's, that sounds like a good idea. That sounds like something a good host would do. <laughs> so mr sansoni how do you how do you think uh you guys get along so well what do you guys do um i think the first part of it or what ha has kind of become um i think both me and mike are kind of similar in a lot of ways um we we think the same for the most part um and if we don't there's a nice balance between us um I think between the two of us, we have a solid range of knowledge that if one of us doesn't know something, chances are the other one does. And so that's super helpful to have balance like that. Um, and I think that goes with anyone too. Everybody's going to have their own kind of different skill set and what they're good at. And you just have to kind of figure out what each other's strengths are. Um, I, I really owe a lot of it to Mike. Um, I think it, this wouldn't work if he didn't have the mindset he does um, that, that I am not competition, even though I am creeping up and stuff and we're bidding on a lot of the same jobs and stuff now. But if, if he was an insecure photographer, I don't think this would work. Um, that, I think that's really what it comes down to his openness and knowing that we both can benefit from each other more than we can actually hurt each other. If that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Shaq, do you got any input on this topic? Sure. Um, you know, what What I think is most interesting and what's been most beneficial is that if you've got someone that you're constantly feeding information to, and I want to make sure I position this properly, like we're constantly feeding information back and forth. Um, if you've got someone you're, you're constantly bringing up, um, then that pushes you to be better. So mm -hmm. all that's done for both of us is propelled us to the front of the pack. Um, because as one of us gets better, 
we're not only bringing the other one up, but um, the competition isn't in uh, the sense of who's going to get this job. The competition is in the sense of who's going to do this better, who's going to execute <laughs> it better. And if yeah. you don't have anyone pushing you, um, then then you stop getting better. And whether that's your work or your marketing, like there's, we're constantly reinventing the ways that we, um, we, we bid corporate jobs. And for the most part, like, um, we do it similarly, but the actual delivery of the materials and what those materials are in terms of the presentation and the, the proposal and such. Um, so I set something up and then he did it a little bit better. And then I copied that. And then, um, then he did something different. And then we had been through it enough times to where like, okay, I know where the shortfalls of this are. And, um, now it's time to like level up. So then, um, so the next version, the next template that I created, um, I sent to him and he's like, motherfucker, like, did you really like, <laughs> Damn why it. did you have to do this better? Um, but like, that's, that's how we operate. I'm, I'm not going to do something and not tell him, um, because I need to set that fire under him so that he can one up me and we can both get better together. And we, we apply this, this principle, this thought process to damn near everything we do. I mean, we, we, we also like decide to, um, uh, you know, take advantage of forks in the road also. Like it would be stupid for me to compete with him on AdWords um, because we would just be driving the price of those AdWords up. Uh, so together we can talk about that and say, okay, you're going to go this way and I'm, I'm going to go that way. And we're both going to benefit from that. The if we weren't open about that, we would be spending each other into oblivion. And the only person that would win from that is Google. Yeah. I think it's kind of like, it, sort of like a normal relationship, um, just in communication as well. The communication is a huge part of it. Um, things don't become a threat if you don't feel like you're hiding anything. Um, and so the fact that we do talk basically every day at some point about something um, is pretty huge. And if we don't talk for a while, when we do talk again, it's been like, all right, well, what have you been up to? What's going on? Get me up to speed, you know, which is kind of what today was. We've been hanging out all day and just working on different things. And how often yeah, do you guys I do that? How often do you guys meet up and just shoot the shit and talk about stuff? couple times a month yeah yeah like i said uh, then we're, we're texting and stuff almost but i'm every sitting day. in his studio right now like we're just we've been chilling eating tacos and <laughs> figuring out how to take over the world but i i just thought of something that that might help like explain this a little bit better go for it um when when i was a kid uh my dad got a a snowblower and he was the first guy on the block that got a snowblower and then oh, Jesus, where's two, this going? <laughs> two doors down was my best friend growing up. And, um, and that next year, his dad bought a snowblower and he, and he bought a bigger snowblower than my dad had. And every two years they'd replace these damn snowblowers until, you know, <laughs> they basically have, um, have shovels on trucks now to, uh, to clear their driveways, but it, it got to be a competitive thing. Yes, there's competition there, but they're they're not 
they're all blowing the same snow. <laughs> they're all blowing. <laughs> wow. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. All right, corral it, gentlemen. Come on. <laughs> Keep it together. Um, no, I understand what you're saying. So you're saying because your dad was looking at your neighbor, your neighbor and going, well, he just got a new snowblower. He felt the need to buy a new one just to keep up. Is that it? Not a new one, a better one. Oh, a better one. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. bigger and better. So like each time they're just pushing each other forward. Now, now they spend more time pulling the truck out of the driveway than, than they do actually plowing the snow. Oh, and that's interesting too. In the fact that um, now people come to us for help on things related to the headshot businesses and how to run them and what we're doing and all that kind of stuff. And in doing that, you have to give up what you're doing. And so then to have a whole herd of photographers behind you starting to do those same kind of things, you have to level up even more. So it's not even just between the two of us as much as it is the whole community. Like there, you have to keep innovating the whole industry in general, you know, and I think things go in waves like that. So like the acuity thing that's going around and everybody's doing that. Mike was really not wanting to do that. And now he is because it's like, all right, well, God, all these other people are doing it. Well, now I have to do that. So he'll probably run with Acuity for a while. And then a couple months down the line, he'll find a better way to do it. That blows Acuity out of water, you know, or just something like that. Like it just, it is a constant, just like the goal stuff. It, your goal has to keep moving, you yeah. know? Um, so why do you guys think, uh, Sansoni, why do you think that most photographers don't have these relationships? Fear. Um, and that's really it. I think, um, do you think it's justified? And, and this is, this is, so this is very interesting to me. So, cause when I first met Mike here, like when we all hung out uh, at the Starbucks or whatever, the first time and, and hearing him talk about this business that he had going already and like how much money he was making, like he showed us a studio and like all this cool gear and stuff he had. And like at that time, I'm like, Holy cow, I, don't, I almost cussed. We almost got an E on this. The no, we got it already. Shaq took care of that instantly. <laughs> but I was like, holy shit, like this, this guy's doing it. This is awesome. Um, and now to be where I am now, looking back, I would say that where I am now is close to the point where he was when I met him. And so recently there was a, another local photographer in our market that reached out to me and wanted to hang out. And so he came over and that dude was the top at one point. He was, he was the man in Chicago. And so to have him hang out with me is, it's kind of nerve wracking. And, and like, I'm like, you're the dude, you're coming to me. So like, I still have this, this thought in my mind that, well, you're better than me, you know? Um, and then kind of hanging out with him and realizing like, no, I've, I am kind of the shit and I'm, I'm doing all right where I'm at. And so I don't even know what the point of all that was, but it just fear. So it was fear that I don't want to talk to competition um, and just not let anybody know what I'm doing. But in meeting this photographer last month or, or whenever it was, I realized that, no, I, I don't have anything to be afraid of because what I'm doing is, is all right. You know, I'm, I'm doing okay. And so I, I think that's it. Fear. 
Did you go through the same thing, uh, Shaq? Because you pretty much, like, when when Sansoni came up on the scene, you're pretty much already doing it professionally. So you're the one who took the quote unquote risk. Well, I think that, you know, in any relationship, like, you've got to, everyone's got to win or else the relationship doesn't work. So, um, early on, like around that time, um, I wasn't priced high enough. So I was closing jobs left and right. And then, you know, that was right around the time that, that, that my first kid was born. So I wanted to take some, some time off and I needed somebody that I could trust to hand work off to. So early on, um, one of one of those benefits was having someone that I could outsource work to. And I was at the time able to stay home with my kid more often and still make money. Like we just split it. Um, and it was cool. Um, and then eventually he got too good for me and I, and I couldn't afford him anymore. Um, and I raised my prices and everything kind of corrected itself. But uh, but it, it was a, a definitely a mutual beneficial, a mutually beneficial thing from the get go. And I, I think that 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 definitely made it helpful. But, um, you know, we are we are working with photographers across the country now and trying to um, I don't want to say repeat this, but trying to, you know, break down yeah. some barriers and bring some people together. And, um, I, I think Boston's going to be the, the next market to figure it out if, if they haven't already, like, I, I feel like they're, they're all primed and ready to go. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You guys are going for it. I love it. So Sansoni, let me ask you this. Cause you, you guys are both very good photographers and you have this great relationship that I think is great, but you also have separate work locations. Would th- would this relationship be tougher to maintain if you guys were sharing the same space? Uh, you're asking me. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. No, um, not really. If anything, it might make it easier. <laughs> um, then I wouldn't and have we've to. We've talked about doing that. Yeah. I wouldn't have to return gear that I borrow <laughs> far distance. It's just there. <laughs> yeah. Um, because no, it, it works in the studio I'm at. I share with uh, Joel Masonette and Wade Chandler, both crew people. Um, and oh, we work fine together in our studio. Yeah. So it works. Um, so I don't think it would have changed much of anything. I mean, when I had first started, I actually thought I was going to share Mike's studio. I think he had offered it to me or something. Is it just ran out the space here or something or if you another and generous. And, and that's the other thing too, is it's just generosity in, in giving things and not expecting much in return. I think just having goodwill and giving forward, um, him offering to let me use the studio as long as there was an open space and he wasn't going to charge me for it. Like that alone is, is super huge to all of it. Um, but yeah, I thought at one point I was going to end up sharing the studio with him and I started doing stuff online and writing down his studio address and everything. And now that's coming back to get me. But (laughs) anyway, um, so how do you, Joel and Wade, um, 
like, how do you figure out just one shooting space? Do you guys share a calendar? What do you guys do? Yep. So it's, it's all one, one studio. We all have our gear in there. We all share, we all trust each other. Everybody has their own money and stuff invested in. So it's, it's a mutual respect thing there as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we share a, a Google calendar or an iCalendar, whichever a shared calendar, studio calendar, essentially. And it's first come first serve. Basically you block off your time and, and it updates to everyone else's calendar. Um, yeah, I mean that that's that's really it. Um and everybody each has a different workload, so it it all balances out. Joel does a lot of on location stuff, shooting with theaters and, and stuff, so he's not always in the studio. And Wade does a whole bunch of artsy stuff, so he's in here for that, but he's got his own life going on and I've got mine and so everybody's schedules just kind of balance out and no matter what at some point every day there's going to be availability. And if anything, that just makes you look better, the fact that you can't get someone in whenever they want, you know? I guess that's right, yeah. So, Shaq, let me ask you this. Do you think that, um, do you think that this is also generational? This mentality is more of a, a, uh, a recent thing, whereas older photographers were very uh, in the way of, don't even look at me. Don't even look at what I'm doing. I will cut you. Uh, I mean, like, there's there's damn near a generation between Mike and I. So, uh, so that's not something to forget about. But I think that, you know, the industry has changed. And I'm not just talking about headshots, um, just photography in general. Um, it, it, it's it really has a, a relatively low barrier of entry to other, um, to other businesses, other things that you, you could start up on, on your own. Yeah. So because it's become more affordable, you've got more people doing it. And when you have more people doing it, you've got, you know, prices all over the place. Like, so things have changed. So before, um, you know, I think that, you had fewer guys with more work and it made sense to be more protective. Um, but now, especially with the internet, like all this information's out there. Um, there's nothing that anyone's going to do that you couldn't go on Instagram and probably figure out like behind the scenes or whatever. Um, so whether it's, I mean, especially when you're talking headshot crew, like we're all doing something very similar. Yeah. Um, so, so what's to protect? Um, I don't know. I, I just, I see your point and I, I, I agree with it, but I think it has more to do with the industry necessarily than the mindset of people. Right? maybe the, the current state of, in, of, of the industry has, um, has changed the mindset. And I want to make sure that, that's not taken out of context. I, I don't think, um, I, I, I like where the industry is at now. Um, I think that we're in a better place now than we were then because having access to all this information, um, uh, has just made us all better and more well-rounded. So, um, 
I think if anything, the, the generation gap between us also helps. Um, he's been around longer. He's done more shit in his life and has more experience. And so he has that side of stuff. And I come to him for that knowledge. Usually he just, if I have an idea, I can pitch it and he'll be like, yeah, no, here are the thing. Here are the problems with that. I've done that before. Don't do it again. So he has that experience under his belt, which is super helpful. And then I come in with a little bit more of the youth of just, trends of what's going on in social media and just new technology not saying that he doesn't keep up on that stuff too but um, it's a different perspective yeah a different perspective and stuff and like what speaks to my generation or whatever of people consuming content and stuff and i think all of that helps play into how we both get better and what we're doing like there was a time when we're working on our websites and everything is kind of becoming more like an app. And so taking that perspective and putting it into what we're doing, I, I don't know. How do you, how do you avoid uh, Sansoni and then Shaqt? Um How do you guys avoid um, stepping on each other's grounds? It happens. I've done it. <laughs> Um, and I get scolded, <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, this is a respect thing too. So like, it's not a big deal. I mean, Chicago's a fairly small market and there's a small amount of decent models, but even something like that, like I'm not trying to shoot the same people he is. Um, not that he would care. It would be a bad thing, but just so that there aren't two people running around. I, I mean, I don't know, little things like that. And I think, again, communication. Um, and it's also, like he said earlier, whoever gets to it first. So we've both, I mean, we've met with other consultants and people uh, to help us with different things. And they've given us both the same advice. And it's kind of like, all right, well, who's going to implement it first kind of thing, you know? Um, so, there, I mean, there is... There is... It's not stepping on toes, but it's... Like you said, it's just you have to do things faster, I guess. I don't know. Shacked any input? Well, there's there's like two types of things. Um, some things only the first person to market with whatever the objective is is going to benefit from. So like you, you don't want to be stepping on each other's toes there. So like if the first person does it and then if the second person does it, it's just going to – to cancel the things message out or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So we're pretty careful not to do stuff like that. And then, in terms of like straight up business, um, if I get a if I quote a job, like anymore, I like to go in high on things. Um, I want. I would rather make more money doing less, and I know that makes perfect sense. But what I like is that I can go in high on a job. And then I can say to Mike, hey, this is what I did. Go in right here. And maybe it's 15% below me, which is still a fair number. Um, like, I know I'm going in high. But that way, I know that one of us are going to get that job. And I would much rather help him out than help the guys that boxed us out or, or help them continue to box people out moving forward. Like, I want 
those old timers that you were referring to to just leave the market. Um, oh, so you have people like that in Chicago? Oh, sure. And like oh, I've really? reached out to them. Um, yeah, I like I said, I, to, I met with that guy, like one of them. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. I tried to make everybody friends, and um, and not everybody was interested in getting on board, so they became enemies. And um, you know, I think that that's the thing about people that are really good friends. Um, like I, I can be your best friend. You do not want to be my enemy. Like <laughs> that's yeah, that's the other thing. Fear, you know. Don't step on somebody's toes when they can crush you. Yes. Um, <laughs> but like I, I, it's just my personality. I, I'm, I'm not a good. I, I will help anyone until they they screw me over. So, like as much as that all works, like I think you've got to you've got to be able to balance the personalities at hand but like we've never i think done much to like straight up hey screw you like i'm doing this like it's 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 all been for the greater good and, and more often than not it's it's stuff like okay did you get this rfp today no okay here's the contact info um send something over and you know once or twice we may have gotten called out on that like hey i don't remember <laughs> asking you to bid this project <laughs> um, but every now and again, you know, one of us gets the job that we wouldn't have otherwise. Um, and maybe I want to go in at a regular number and I'll tell them like, Hey, go in high to make my number look better. Like, it's just cool to have somebody to play those games with, because at the end of the day, we're all just playing games. Like I know that I've done jobs for $5,000 that I could have done for three. And I've done jobs for $3,000 that I should have, um, charged five for. Um, so to be able to just stack the deck in your favor, why wouldn't you do that? And to that point with the sharing stuff like that, um, that also works into our marketing efforts and stuff. Um, with, I mean, we were doing it earlier today, sitting here. Um, we both had our analytics accounts up and we're looking at numbers. We're both in the same market. And so we know based off comparing our, our data between the two of us, what we get a better sense of what the market actually looks like by doing that. Um, and that's just having more knowledge like that makes you a better marketer and a better business person. The more control and more sight you have over everything. If you're, if you're going to be a drug Lord, you need to know when somebody's coming in peddling in some crap, you know, <laughs> like, it's just helpful to have someone to, to bounce those different numbers off of and like, all right, well, my numbers drop significantly low and I changed this call to action on my site or something. I'm afraid that hurt me. And he's like, nah, it's all good, man. My traffic tanked today too. It's just the market, you know? So, so little things like that is super helpful um, so that you're not, you're not doing anything blind for the most part. I mean, it's, it's still, there's a, an element of chance and stuff, but um you, you go in more educated that way by teaming up. So what other types of things are you guys looking for when you sit down and you, and you look at each other's numbers? Shacked. Um, so our situation is unique in that, uh, in a number of ways, but specific to your question. Yeah. Um, a large percentage of, of Mike's traffic comes in via AdWords. 
Um, and a big chunk of my traffic comes in organically. Um, so there are tools we use to say, okay, um, if I spend X amount of dollars on AdWords, I should even this out. We, we should be able to um, even the playing field out. So it's nice to be able to test those numbers because they, these tools, they, they, they come in pretty much spot on um, uh, in terms of traffic and then being able to say, okay, so, so what is this $1,000 a month in AdWords actually worth in terms of revenue? And to be able to look at his numbers and look at my numbers and say, okay, yeah, that, that, that's correct. We can, we can scale this now. And um, I think we're both getting to that point where we're as busy as we want to be. And if for whatever reason we want to turn it up and be busier, we know how much money to spend and where to spend it. Um, going back to what Mike said, like just having access to that data um, we wouldn't be able to do that otherwise. And it's been very cool because like all the website stuff and, and this data, I, I knew of it and I knew you had to, had to kind of do it and focus on it to be successful with any kind of marketing campaign like that. But to have someone to bounce that off of is, is really nice because it, it makes you want to, to really dig into that data. It, because it's it's so crucial to 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 have all of that and know your numbers and and what what your site's doing and all that kind of stuff and having the two of us is kind of a way to a b test things as well. So we are completely manipulating yeah. the market. Like it is completely unfair what we're doing. I'm so glad you're um, admitting this in public. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I I'm pretty familiar with your audience, so I'm guessing uh, <laughs> I I don't have much to worry about. Uh, you'll be fine. Uh, but when we are fa- when this podcast is absolutely famous, I'm getting a gazillion dollars monthly from sponsorships. You're gonna regret saying these words. <laughs> I'll never be able to run for president. Uh, that's alright. <laughs> I guess we'll be fine. Uh, Sansoni, <laughs> let me ask you this: um, What would you say? What what advice and what would you say to somebody? who you were meeting and if they told you, I don't want to meet anybody, I don't want, I'm not interested in that because they're going to steal my work and my clients. I don't want to meet anybody and you guys are fools for doing this. What would you say? I think you have to try it. Uh, you have nothing to lose. You, you still control the situation. Um, so like me going and meeting with this other local guy, I, I can choose to tell him whatever I want. He doesn't know what's fact or not. Um, you can still kind of manipulate things that way. Um, and the fact that, I mean, I guess he could do the same as well, but um, you have nothing to lose. Just do it and try it and you learn something. Um, and I, I don't know. That's, that's a tough question. I'm doing a terrible job answering it. But uh, I like throwing curveballs. I'll keep thinking. He'll say something and it'll make me think of something. Shaq, what you got? Uh, I think that you are doing yourself a disservice from from being so closed off. Um, ultimately, like I just I think bigger than this market we have here. Um, I think bigger. Like I I I grew my headshot business as 
big as I could figure out how, how to grow it on my own. And it wasn't until, you know, I started asking for help. And at first that help was in terms of like adding another kit to go out and grow the business. So we've got, I can be in two or three places at once now because I've got a network of people to help me and I, I don't have to carry the overhead of employees. Like, um, so that, that was the first place I benefited in. Um, you know, it's, it's difficult as a, as a one person show, um, because you can't be in two places at one time. So that reason alone, allowing me to, to figure out that I could be, be bigger, um, than I was at the time. I mean, it, it, it helps with growth in a number of ways, not just revenue, but once you stop seeing yourself as, um, I work an hour, I, I make an hour's wage. I work an hour, I make an hour's wage. Once you start looking past that into like what's available out there um, and actually believing in yourself and believing that there's growth to be had, positive things start happening. Um, it's just, it, it's silly to, to just box yourself into being that, that one person show. Yeah, that, I don't think innovation happens in a bubble. Um, and that was really eye-opening. Again, with with meeting this guy, I keep bringing it back because, he, again, he was the man. And talking to him and hearing hearing me talk about how I'm running my business, things were great. He was doing things awesome, but the market has changed. And if you stay in a bubble and you don't keep up with how things are moving and the trends you you can't stay relevant and it was interesting to hear him uh, he was surprised that i was making so much money on upselling extra retouched images and he's still giving away cds of high resolution images all of them from the shoot no retouched images and then you know he's just losing all that extra business or he could be making money different things like that and different way i structure my packages and how that's helping me make more money by doing things that way. And you don't discover things like that until you communicate or have a better idea of, of what is outside your, your narrow viewpoint, you know? Yeah. So you, you two are constantly learning new stuff from each other, which I think is great. Right. Well, you can't be a master of everything. Like just our, our ability to say, okay, today I want you to focus on analytics and I'm going to focus on retargeted Facebook ads. We're each going to consume information for three hours and then report back a condensed version. Like give me the 20 minute version of what you spent three hours learning. Like to be able to do that in with one topic is awesome. Um, think about all of the things we need to know about as, as small business owners and um, your, your ability to scale information like that just is exponential. And, yeah, you can only um, do so much as one person. I mean, cause that's, that stuff we text to each other too. I get a text from him and it's an article on something. He's like, Hey, check this out. This is really interesting. And then we'll talk about that and hack it out more, figure out how that applies to what we're doing. And can we implement this or is that not relevant to what we're doing? And yeah, you could essentially take our, our four year long, five-year-long text message conversation and turn it into the best book on headshot marketing <laughs> anyone's ever written. Wow. I'd pay for that. 
<laughs> I mean, but there's there's really too much bad shit about you in there, Pedro. No, uh, a lot. I still yeah, pay it, for it. it. <laughs> I still yeah. pay for it. I don't. I don't mind. Um, Sansoni, <laughs> what would you? What would you? Uh, if somebody was looking to build a relationship like you, like you two guys have. Um, how do you think they could come about and developing one of those? How how do they how do I go about and find a photographer to be my friend? <laughs> um, I think it kind of comes down to like stuff you talk about when you when you go networking and stuff. You and even marketing and how you how your messaging is. It's don't be selfish with anything. Um, how can you help them? I think, um, and if you come at it that way nobody can really say no if you're providing value to them and you're going to help them. Um, obviously the crew has been a, a huge part of it. Um, coming from the same kind of technical background on headshots and stuff. So we speak a similar language with that. Um, but I think you just, yeah, reach out, see if you can assist. I've, I've learned so much from Mike by assisting him. I remember, um, there was a job he needed an assistant on and this guy wanted pictures around downtown area. And so I helped him schlep around light gear and stuff to light this dude. And by doing that, I know how to do something similar if when that job comes around. And so it's, it's not always, you have to get something like directly from them as much as it is just by by associating with them, you you get something from it, I guess, if, if that makes sense. That's to me. Shocked? Any input? Now he's dried up. Yeah, g give me the question again. <laughs> <laughs> so the question is, um, how would you advise somebody who's looking to have a relationship like like you two guys have? Uh, okay, how so I think what's important to realize is that. I, for me, the same reason that the crew has been successful is the reason that our relationship has been successful. Um, and I keep on going back to this, like this whole one person show thing. If you've got no one to share the successes and failures with that truly understand what you're going through, like, like, like I think I probably mentioned the last time we talked, Pedro, like my wife doesn't care. She doesn't get it. <laughs> um, yeah. So when I like, can can call Mike and say, hey, this lady came in, she had four chins, and I got her looking like she was 90 pounds. Um, like, he he understands what I accomplished there. Um, so I think that you need to meet someone that understands, like, hey, there's more to life than than living in this bubble. Um, so I, I do think it's definitely a right time, right place, right situation um you've you've gotta you gotta find the right person but that stuff is built into the crew now like with, with all of these people in the same markets like it's there you know each other you know the same stuff now it's just all right let's start talking and hanging out more and it's as simple as that i think um and it's not just thing mike I and i, I like there's it. there's joelle there's sebastian there's gus like it's there's a whole bunch of us and we all get along um, I don't know. There, there's I, another thing I want to say before I forget it. Um, and it's kind of related, kind of not. Um, 
a phrase I heard at some point a long time ago, and that was if if you are which this is, I guess, bad for you, Shaq. But um, if you're the most successful person in your group of friends, you need new friends. <laughs> All right. Get on Craigslist, Shaq. <laughs> I'm just going to come bother cool, you, though. Pedro. All right. You come over here. I'll have yeah. to move, I guess. Because if, Sha if Shaq ever decides, you know what? I'm done with Chicago. I'm going to Lisbon now. I'm going, well, I got to move. I can't stay gotta here. Move. Damn no, it. see, I, I, I would bring you in. I, I would show you all the things you're doing wrong. <laughs> bring, bring plenty of legal paper. Like, bring a whole block of it. Um, last but not least, I want to ask you guys this, because um, this just popped into my brain. What do you guys consider some... Um, photography faux pas when it comes to developing relationships with fellow photographers go ahead Shaq you can go um don't try and rip anybody off like I, I realize the irony in saying that to an audience of people that are more or less shooting a very similar style but um I've had people reach out to me and and send me knockoffs of pictures I've done with the same people that I photographed them in. It, it was just really weird. So I think that there's, there's, you know, admiration and flattery and all of that. And then there's like expressing that you're a unique artist and finding that balance there, I think is important. So, um, be unique. Um, I guess that goes to your websites too. Like I know that, many of us have been ripped off there and then like, so I'll have people like take text straight from my website and then they'll ask me to review their website. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I'm not Genius. kidding. Have, it's happened to me as well. Um, and they'll do it in the, in the Monday night live, uh, website review thing. Like, and sometimes I, I won't even catch it. And Mike will tell me later. He's like, did you recognize any of that? It's like, oh, I wasn't even paying attention. I was looking at calls to action and shit like that. Um, but I think that like, yeah, just don't rip people off. We all work hard to create. I mean, it's tough to reinvent the wheel as photographers. And we're, we're all doing our best to create new and unique stuff. So yeah, don't, don't be that guy. I think if you go into a meeting or, or any kind of interaction with other photographers as well, like we've, um, with other local Chicago photographers and stuff, um, if you go in with an open mind and thinking that you're going to learn something from this person, whether you think you're more successful than, whether you are more successful than them or not, if you go in thinking you're going to learn something from it, you'll get something from it. Um, there's a, there's a fine line between, um, being confident and then being an asshole. And, you know, when there, there are photographers we've met around here that like you just hang out with them and they, it's all about them. They want to talk about how great they are and everything. And that's, it's cool, but why can't we all just know that we're all great and figure out how we can help each other instead? Hey, it's um, not my you fault. Drop anybody? You guys asked me what makes you so great. And I just answered. Jesus. <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding, of course. Um, don't, I don't think name dropping would be smart. 
I'm, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, all right. I guess we got to start wrapping up. Sansoni, where can people go to find out more about you? Oh, well, the good old FB Facebook, Mike Sansoni. <laughs> Friend requests me. Um, don't message me. I don't like to talk to anyone. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, um, you want them to chat you chat yeah. you up on your website, right? Website is MikeSansoniPhotography.com. Um, if you don't already, everybody talks to me through my my chat box on the site. Um, <laughs> and or you if love they don't, that. yeah. And if they don't do that, they'll submit the contact form, which creates a new lead in my my CRM, <laughs> in which Wonderful. they start getting drips and stuff, and that really throws off data. Wonderful. <laughs> Facebook is is the preferred contact method if you want to know anything or talk to me. I'd be more than happy to to help anyone out. People have helped me. Um, since the beginning, and I, you gotta pay it forward. So I'm I'm more than help, happy to help anyone with anything. Awesome. And uh, Shaq, first ever human being to get a, sh- a second round of pl- of free plugs in this podcast. <laughs> well, I, I I greatly appreciate everything you're doing, sir. So totally. uh, this has been awesome. Um, it's been fun to listen, but uh, you can definitely. Check me out on michael-shacks.com um, or check out what we're doing in Headshotland um, at 312elements.com. And I would say that Facebook's a great way to, uh, to reach out to me also. Right. And then we've got, we've got the, um, the, the portrait crowdcast on, on Wednesdays. Um, so if, if you want some FaceTime, um, we've got the Headshot crew portrait track thing. Um, and on Monday nights, we do the live... Uh, website reviews so i'm all over the place i am some people might tell you it's it's hard to avoid me yes <laughs> that is true when's your next uh headshot sales and marketing class uh we just closed the monday um i'm sorry we just closed the the june class uh, so uh so we start that on monday and then uh Enrollment will open on Monday for the July class. Well, there you go, guys. Next, uh, well, next Monday, right? Yes. That's when this episode. Oh no. So oh, perfect. No, Today. it's not. No, it, this episode is coming out. Uh, not this Monday. The following Monday, guys. I record these in advance. The, the secret what? is out. Yeah, I, these aren't this, live. No, we're not live right now. We're not live on anywhere. Um. Dang. But just go to, you would go to michael-shack.com to sign up for the class. Is that it? Yep. All right. Just go there, sign up, and do yourself a favor. Get some, make some money with headshots. All right, gentlemen, this has been great. Thank you very much for your time. Thanks, Pedro. Any closing remarks? Take it easy, man. I love you, man. Oh, <laughs> I feel the love. I feel warm and fuzzy inside. This is wonderful. I'm so glad I no, brought I, you guys I, on. I think Mike said it best with pay it forward. Uh, I think if... If you live your life that way, you will not regret it. Wonderful. All right, pay it forward. All right, guys, I will talk to you soon, probably very soon, uh, since we can't live our lives without talking to each other. Um, <laughs> so take it easy. Have a good weekend, all right? Thank all you. right, guys. See ya. All right, bye. That's it. Guys, how cool was this? So these two guys have an amazing relationship, and um, I think it's great. So if you have a photographer in your area that you're curious about and just reach out, talk to them and try to develop a relationship because clearly these two have done it and they're, you know, reaping the benefits of it. So give it a try. 
Don't be closed off in your little bubble. You're going to be fine. There's no such thing as competition. You got to you got to stop worrying about competing. You got to start worrying about creating cuz you're an artist, you're a photographer. So just just go and go forth and make uh create solid relationships with your peers. It will only benefit you. All right? I want to thank uh, Mike and Mike again, Mike Schacht and Mike Sansoni. These guys are awesome. I love talking to them. Um, and I want to thank Headshot Crew again, main sponsor. Love them. Love them to death. Can't talk enough about Headshot Crew, guys. I love it. Again, free code, free month, promo code. Use it. You'll love it. Just try it out. All right. I will see you guys next week. Have a wonderful week and enjoy yourselves. Go take some pictures and make some money. All right. Bye.